0: How long did Carl Sagan's run? Wasn't it just one year? I don't know. I think, it, yeah. That story about Carl Sagan, how he treated Alex yeah, Tyson. Up a little bit, yeah. I mean, I'd already heard, read about it before, but I still teared up when he said it out loud.
1: Yeah, it was a nice, it was a very nice tribute. Hey, everyone. Welcome out to episode 229 of The Good, The Bangy. See what I did there to you? 229? Did. Yeah, we're on episode 229. You know,
0: in the cosmic scale, we're in the last half second of the universe (laughs) we are
1: so right now this this and this and this last since we forgot to talk about cosmos can we toss it in real quick um (laughs) episode 229 of the good the bad and the geeky and uh, we talk uh, – we don't talk about Cosmos except for right here, which is – it was really good. We can't wait for The it.
0: effects were amazing.
1: The effects were amazing. But we talk – I mean we talk about a lot considering we've not talked about I – mean, we've had a few months off.
0: Uh, we could have talked about way more. We could have done a six-hour episode. Oh, God. In fact, yeah. we did do a six-hour episode and Nick is going to edit it down to an hour and a half.
1: You know me, people. I love to edit things and so I'll get right on that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we
0: could have just talked all Sunday afternoon and you could have made four episodes out of it. I
1: actually probably could have. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, what else do we talk about? We talk, uh, uh,
0: Grey's Anatomy, Once Upon a Time, Time,
1: House of Cards,
0: Sirens, uh,
1: Sirens, uh, True Detective, True Detective, Walking Dead, Walking Dead, and, and, and much, but we don't want to spoil all our little
0: things. Goldbergs. We
1: uh, we talk about a lot of it, but, um, uh, so, so we'll get to that here in a bit, but uh, check out our sponsors, Packrat Comics. Uh, it's a fun, family-friendly comic shop located in the heart of Old Hilliard, Ohio, with a wide selection of new and old comics, graphic novels, T-shirts, action figures, statues, and years of experience and I love of comics. Packrat is your local-friendly comic shop, providing for all your comic book needs. Check them out, Packrat Comics, or check out the show notes.
0: Is that where Stewart works? Yeah.
1: Stewart. I don't what.
0: I, I'm confused now. The Big Bang Theory.
1: Oh, sorry. wow wow that is like one of the few shows i continuously watch which we did not talk about i
0: think we mentioned briefly those picked up for three seasons yeah
1: but uh wow i yeah i i love that character i love that show but it took me a I am so sorry, listeners. I feel like I have let you all down. You've let me down. But you know what? Who doesn't let you down? Jimmy and our good friend Chris at The TV King. Doggum. Uh, if you check out tons of reviews, watch your favorite television shows online, legally, and much more at The TV King.
0: Doggum.
1: So what is that again? It's the TV King.
0: Da-gum.
1: That's right. And uh, and our final sponsor. I love saying that. And I, I,
0: love, I, the I, I, I love The TV. I genuinely love The TV
1: King. I do too. I do too. I feel so bad I haven't posted any reviews. I'm hoping to correct that within the I've air. posted reviews. Well, yeah, which you can check out at TV King.
0: Da-gum
1: and uh if you go to audible
0: Doc- oh, I can't dot <laughs> com i can't steal the thunder from the team you tricked me I did, I did audible dot com
1: over a hundred thousand titles to choose from. Sign up and get a free audiobook and a fourteen day trial by clicking on the link and our show notes or going to audible trial dot com forward slash good bad geeky. I actually downloaded the um uh oh god there was a book i downloaded and listened to and it was it was phenomenal it was the jim henson biography mm. and i thought ralph was the first he was the first major successful muppet that is a muppet mm-hmm. but actually kermit premiered before ralph was created mm, but he wasn't kermit he was a weird
0: teal blob
1: it looked like he had the head of kermit but mm-hmm. he, didn't, he wasn't a frog that, i
0: feel like i've seen this
1: it's it's a really good book it, it's really it's like 800 pages long. No,
0: i mean i felt like i've seen that puppet I I haven't seen the book.
1: No, but but they have a lot of, it's really good. The only thing is is it's like uh, when you read any biography, um, you know. I like
0: biographies. No, no,
1: I do too. But sometimes when you read biographies, they get really wordy with crap you don't really care about. And
0: then it depends who wrote them
1: sort of no right
0: I, okay. if it's a doris Curtin's goodwin biography well, it start- i'll sit for 13 hours and read about lincoln and not get the slightest bit bored
1: well it starts off with like his his past family mm-hmm. life and, and it's like but none of it really talks about like there's i think one of them his grandfather was creative and, okay. and spurred that kind of creativity but the rest of them were like had nothing to do with that mm-hmm. and then it gets down to one point it starts c- calling back and then i go ah, which is They are, uh, they're Christian. They were all Christians, but they're scientific Christians, which means they don't go to the doctor. Mm. And that pays into years later when Jim Henson decides not to go to the doctor because he has pneumonia and then he dies. dies. And so I'm like, no, so at the the thing is, so you're telling
0: me these crazy, stupid people who don't believe in medicine killed Jim Henson? Yes. Now I I didn't like them before, but now I'm really pissed at them.
1: You should be because, you know, we could have had a a, probably a horrible Muppet Christmas Carol if Jim Henson was still alive because we probably wouldn't have even had it. No joke. I I really do feel like that was something they could, oh, we can quickly whip this together. Mm. Let's keep the name out there and alive. The Christmas
0: Carol is much better than some of the ones that came after it. Oh,
1: God, Muppets from Space is horrible.
0: That movie doesn't exist. Don't even pretend it does. It's I'm been sorry. blocked from national consciousness. I agree. Never to be heard from again.
1: Well, anyway, episode 229 of The Good, The Bad, The Geeky. Uh, so Dot com. Um. <laughs> That's GBG
0: Podcast. <laughs> Dot com
1: Now we're officially recording officially officially we were recording before but we had time we had sound problems
0: so you're actually gonna tell me when we're recording this time usually you don't i just realize you've been recording for a few minutes well
1: no right well it just feels more conversational man ah. and then it feels like we can just, well oh we're, we're we just oh the, blah, there's that little bump there oh well, we can just keep going beyond that mm. and see now see damn it it like went out on my Hello, ma, ma 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 Oh no, it's there. Okay, whatever. Sorry. Like on my on mine, mm-hmm. it cuts out on one end for a second, or it just feels lower.
0: You're talking about your headphones, right? my head.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. Because
0: you know this is audio; they can't see what yes. you're I'm, pointing.
1: At. I'm pointing to Jimmy. Jimmy's like, okay, yeah. And then he gives me that look, like you're like, and I know instantly why he was doing that. I was like, yeah, I'm not saying headphones or uh
0: yeah. Nobody would know what you were talking about.
1: Yeah, that thing, that thing that I'm talking about. I'm pointing at over here.
0: Yeah, that thing over there?
1: Yeah, that thing right over there. That oh, thing. okay. Look how wonderful that thing
0: is. Oh, that thing is awesome.
1: I love it. You know what? That's about my favorite part of that thing is when it, and that thing just sits there like
0: that. And I feel like we've described it enough for the viewers. They now have a clear picture of their head. That's right. And I said viewers, by met listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just did more hand signals at me that nobody saw. <laughs>
1: Oh man, our poor listeners! I know, right? Well, uh, speaking of poor listeners, they've been not they've been without anything for almost three months.
0: Good, uh, they're probably happy about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably like I needed a break from those bozos. Oh
1: my god! By the way, were you happy that I did not bleep any of of your thing out?
0: I um, was. I was. Because... I li- that was the first thing I listened for. <laughs> I <laughs> know, I figured,
1: because. Because I told you this, and it was no mm-hmm. joke. Like when you wrote it, we all died. Like because it was Yumi yeah. and Dolmage
0: in the room. Yeah,
1: and Dalmage was the other actor who. That
0: was a one take wonder.
1: That was a one take. wonder. Actually,
0: I could have done it better, but you guys. Well, were we're it, done with that.
1: Well, it, it was we, a. We were done with that, and I, I. The more I, if I heard it again in the same day, and it was mm-hmm. actually that was the last time we would have had time to record it anyway. Because right. it was it, it is so foul that
0: in a good way. In so a good now way, I have to top that next year.
1: Well, That's actually, I, told, I actually told Domage, I was like, you know what, we should do that every year where we just say, maybe not necessarily Christmassy. We'll do it on the Christmas show, but take anything, any classic piece of literature or poem. I will poem, think of something. And, yeah, just do it. And it's like, and this, this year on Jimmy DeFa- or whatever, how are we want to, yeah.
0: It was funny. As soon as we were like scrambling to come up with enough stuff to fill the show, at one point it seemed like we weren't going to have enough stuff. Yes. And then we got overloaded. but. I uh, right after we like locked down what we were going to have, I thought of what I thought was a good idea. And then I was like, crap, I guess I better write this down and hope I remember that it's saved on my sky for next year.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, that's right. Well, but I thought it was just so, uh, man, I mean, it was so very off the cuff anyway when you wrote it, like we, you wrote it right in the thick of things. Cause usually mm-hmm. when we were doing that, we had like what, two writing sessions. And the first one, like it was me and you for like two hours and Dolmage was there for the last mm-hmm. hour. And again, because again, Nathan just didn't have time to meet with us. Like yeah. he was trying to be there, but he had some scheduling problems. Uh, so then the next time it was pretty much the th- all three of us for almost the entire, like three, four hours. Mm-hmm. And you came up with that where we came up with the idea sort of on the spot and then you just went with it and you banged it. I mean, I was it, like, what, what if hear? I do
0: a dirty the night before Christmas? And then I wrote it in what, 10 minutes while you, you two in- were talking something else. Right. We were talking about another you were, sketch. I think you were breaking the Lord of the Rings sketch.
1: Yes. We were, we were breaking that down a little bit further. Well, we were doing a read through and then.
0: And I was just ignoring it. you and writing it.
1: Right. And then when we read it, we all died laughing. And then I started thinking, I was like, Oh no, man. I'm starting to get like that. that
0: you got it, really nervous about it. Like, I, did. I think you went back and forth quite a bit in the weeks I, leading up, whether well, you're going to be it or not. I
1: sent it to John. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he read it like right before we uh-huh. recorded the intro to it. And he was like, like literally, his response that's 100% real. Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh God, like that's, oh my God, like you're going to beep some of this out, right? Because this is filthy and foul, but it's really funny. Yeah. It's really, and then I debate, I was like, well, that could be funny too. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no. And then I could put the unbeeped version on the uncensored for those who pay for the app, and Mm -hmm. that would be fine. But then I was like, no, because I feel I'm censoring you, and I don't Mm -hmm. like that because the whole point of the show is I don't like censoring stuff. And then I had this horrible moral dilemma, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Comedy wins out. Post it up. But but I put it in there, too, and it's very true. Until the last moment before the show goes out, I literally had everything set to be bleeped. Uh Uh-huh. And so I had to do was just unmute a track, and it would have been censored, and then the other half would have not. And then I was like, eh, just, uh, just keep it muted. and It put was a
0: total stream of consciousness, too, because <laughs> I remember when I started it, I was like, oh, I should mention an elf or a dwarf, whatever. And then I did not intend that character to stay in the rest of it, but I just was going, and I was like, was well, awesome. he's just going to keep being involved in the sex. And
1: and and I think the only time you ever broke your stream mm-hmm. to ask us for something was, give me some porn star names. And now yes. we just stopped and we're like, yes. and then we,
0: well, I had to name eight of them. That's you know, a lot of porn stars. Players?
1: Well, for ones that you can remember, because literally the only ones I can remember are Deanna DeWorman.
0: Well, uh, and I, I knew like a couple of famous ones and I know a couple that have like very normal names. Yeah. And I wanted ones that would definitely be, this is a porn Point star's, stars name. name. Not just like, yeah, you could say Ashley and Jessica, but you want it to be obvious what oh, I'm talking yeah, about. Totally, totally right. So, but like was... candy works better. So I thought it was, was pretty good. I was... Next time, I did feel a little bit like John though, in that I had already parodied "Night Before Christmas" before. A totally different topic, totally much cleaner. I did it for the kids. My student taught for yeah. them and work them all into the story. But John reused, I think it was the Gilligan's Island theme, a couple different times with different lyrics for something at school and something for the podcast. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, I feel like John, I'm reusing material. I need to next year, Oops. next year. I'm going to think of something much more innocent and childlike and, and ruin it, ruin it and further. ruin it. Maybe <laughs> Muppet babies.
1: Oh God.
0: I don't know. We'll,
1: we'll see. So odd that you said this for some. Okay. Uh, Someone's favorite movie is A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Uh-huh. And I love Paul Williams. And mm-hmm. he was on Nerdist recently. And so I listened to that uh, on that. And and uh, Chris Harwick wanted to sing that song that Gonzo sings from the Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go back there someday. And so, and I And he, one of the things he talked about is how he came up with the lyrics for A Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. So add that on top of that. I've had the entire soundtrack for A Muppet Christmas Carol and the Muppet movies by Paul Williams in my fucking head and so and then randomly i just started thinking about well there's music too in the muppets take manhattan which at the time was my favorite muppet movie Mm -hmm. ever uh Uh, that was great muppet caper see i like muppet caper but there's not really music in that
0: that's true i think i liked it that was the first one i saw so maybe that's why i was yeah
1: and and and, and thing is i watched that again recently and Mm -hmm. there's jokes i don't remember that as an adult i'm going like that's hysterical like the opening credits is like What's the director of photography, Kermit? And I'm like, because they're showing the credits next to the balloon at the beginning. And I thought that was funny. Anyway, the whole thing with um, uh, Muppets Take Manhattan, it's their reference because apparently the Jim Henson studio actors like Frank Oz, they didn't really care for the show Muppet Babies. Mm -hmm. And so that the clip from, I'm going to buy him a Mm carton, that little thing, that's their version of what the Muppet Babies would be and what they would want it to be. And I was like, but I watched that literally like two days ago so it's like very fresh in my brain. That's I just found very odd and peculiar that you would bring that they just mentioned Muppet <laughs> babies. I,
0: I I don't know why. I was grasping for an innocent child thing I could ruin and destroy. Baby. And the other thing that popped in my head was my little pony, but they've they've already been ruined by lots of there is my little pony porn on the internet. I'm yeah. not kidding.
1: And they're due to like it, they're called bronies.
0: Yeah, I've heard. And I know I have cousins that are in high school that think it's great. Now, maybe it is. I haven't watched it since I was like six. And I know this is a totally new version. There's even like a Dr. Hooves or something.
1: Yeah, they, they do. And here's the thing there's Okay. I, this ties into the whole mainstream cartoon thing Mm -hmm. today in general, which is for the most part, I do not understand. I am, I'm that old man on the lawn going, well, you know, I feel better about Maurice LaMarche, the voice of the brain. He goes, look, I'm the most thankful voice actor there is out there. I've been blessed to do many things, and I continue to do voice today. But sometimes I get a script, and I look at that, and I go, I don't understand what's going on. I have no concept of what's going on. But you want me to do it like this? Okay, and he does it. And so like Jessica walks-
0: Walter doing Archer?
1: A little bit. Where they
0: have to explain to her what the sexual jokes are, but she does it anyway?
1: Yes. And, or like Doctor, Ke- the guy who plays Dr. Kelso. Ah, mm. uh, uh, Kel. uh, yes. Yeah. He doesn't really understand half the shit. matter of fact, I think he... I think Cougar Town is the only time he recognizes what he's really saying for the most part. But when he did Dr. Mm, Kelso, he had yeah,
0: Cougar Town. He does a much more normal yeah. dad role. Yeah.
1: But like, yeah, Dr. Kelso, he would not only did it scientific terms, mm-hmm. like health terms. He was also making references. He, kid. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But like, like adventure time is what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I watch adventure time and I do not get that show for the life of me. And, I, and all I my, all it. my peers. And in terms of people our age, if they've seen the show, mm-hmm. they go, that show is great, man. Yeah. That's a great show for adults. And I'm like, really? I think it's just random shit that they just throw on there and they hope there's a plot. And I, I can't work like that anymore. It's like Freakazoid is, is, is where they have a plot and then they throw other randomness in. Mm-hmm. Adventure Time, I look like no plot randomness. Mm. And then they go, oh, there's sort of something. I don't know. I, but like My Little, my little Pony, Friends is, Friendship is Magic, I feel goes right up in there. And I don't understand it. I, I don't grasp it. I, mm. I, I try so hard. I, I don't know. I don't know either. I It just... Like, I watch the New Turtle show. Mm-hmm. And there are times where I go, man, this is some good writing for, you know, a Nickelodeon kids cartoon show. And then they go into WTF territory. Like, they did a nod to The Little Dancing Mushrooms and Fantasia because... <gasps> Which is cool because apparently the bad guy is a giant spore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just trying to spread. And it, it, If it poisons you, you start hallucinating. And, but then it becomes like a weird acid trip. Like no, like Leo starts having an acid trip of not only is it the Dancing Mushrooms from Fantasia, but they also start doing a parody of the Pink Elephants from Dumbo where they just grind on the screen. Oh, yeah. And they start chirping and buzzing and it becomes a musical number. And you're, and you're just going, what am I watching here? Like I'm with it to this point and then it becomes deranged and then yeah i don't know yeah anyway so but there's been a lot of stuff that's happened since
0: ton of stuff in the world of television
1: and movies and media.
0: i don't know about those other things but a ton of stuff in the world of television well
1: i i I think it would be important to start because we didn't i don't know if nathan would really get who it was i didn't bring it up but harold Ramis passed away yes and that did you watch the oscars this is the I first year we did the not Oscars. do the Oscar thing, or we didn't even talk about.
0: it. Yeah, I, I skim it like I always do. Like I fast forward through most of it, but I did stop and catch Bill Murray's little thing, which was nice.
1: Yes. Uh, did you Did you like Did you watch Alan's opening at least?
0: Oh yeah, uh, I lo- the, that's mainly what I watch an award show for is the host. Yeah, and I fast forward through all the other crap. And I I do like watching the musical numbers, although there was one this year at the Oscars. I fast forward through it. I can't remember which one, but was
1: it happiness or the happy? The the first one by Pharrell. Yes. Oh, see, I actually
0: thought I watched a little bit of it and I was like, this is stupid. I'm going to fast forward. I
1: thought it was, well, I like the song. I
0: have a question and Pharrell makes me think of this. Okay. Why all of a sudden is everybody ripping on Arby's constantly? Like it's everybody's go-to joke for the anti-food, like daily show rips on it. Um, I've seen on some of the other late night stuff and they're like, like, yeah, all of a sudden Arby's at the target and I'm not a fast food eater, but I have to say that as far as fast food goes, that's one of the better ones.
1: Actually, I it's I, delicious. I, agree, I agree with you. I, I enjoy good Arby. I, I
0: actually tweeted that last week. Like, why is everybody ripping on Arby's? It's delicious. And Arby's favorite in my tweet. I was like, oh, that's nice.
1: Like, like,
0: like <laughs> you know, they have good sandwiches. They, they, they have do, excellent sandwiches.
1: They do. And they have like one of my favorite sides, if you like this kind of thing, is they have the poppers.
0: I like the curly fries personally.
1: But, but the popper, if you ever get the poppers, mm-hmm. it's your thing. If not, then nah, you won't have it. I'm a but, fry guy. Well, but if you get the poppers, the thing that makes the poppers good, mm-hmm. un- compared to other, that makes places, them pop, that makes them pop, is they have something called bronco Berry sauce. Uh huh. Oh my god! What is
0: bronco Berry sauce?
1: It's li- it's like a cranberry mixed with mm. uh, raspberry, like a like a sweet and sour sauce. Okay that you dip the popper in, Mm -hmm. and it's, oh, my God. They have excellent
0: shakes, too. I mean, their shakes are a little overpriced, but they're really good. And, like, when they have the wild berry shake, ooh, it's so, nobody else has, like, a fruit shake, you know?
1: The only, see, in in terms of fast food, the best Mm -hmm. place that has a shake, in my opinion, is your former haunt, Steak and Shake.
0: Steak and Shake shakes are not that good. You know they don't make them with ice cream, right? Yeah, I know. It's like a flavorless crap.
1: I like, fla- but sometimes we enjoy fla- flavors. Well, like they
0: you I ha- we went ate at Steak and Shake about a month ago. Morgan and I did, and I haven't been there in forever. Yeah, and I got one of their candy milkshakes instead of like the flavors. And I, I remembered now after I ordered it that you don't order those there because they don't even put the vanilla syrup in them, and they don't taste like anything. Once you're if you don't have a bite of candy in it, it's shit. You got to order the flavored shakes rather than the candy shakes to get good flavor. Okay, because they have to put the syrup in it.
1: Okay. Well. Okay. Then what? What are your places for favorite fast food? My
0: fit. Well, I, I,
1: in terms of shakes, I mean, for shakes,
0: for shakes, I think White Castle has an excellent shake, and it's cheap and huge.
1: You okay? You know, my first line of attack on that is, it's like, yes, but you have family who work, like, not works in the location, but like works in for the corporate the, in the office. Corporate, right. I
0: do, but it has nothing to do with her. They fair enough. They fair sell enough. you. You go and order a shake. Fair enough. It's like three bucks, and it's ginormous. You'll never finish it. And it's With. got good flavor. I finished it on occasion. Morgan would, <laughs> Morgan would nice, take a week. Ni- nice little. Uh, um, segue I'm just back saying, back most people would not finish it. It's huge, right? And it's cheap, and it's delicious. I okay, because well, could- a lot of shakes they'll they'll skimp you on the size. I mean, Wendy's has shrunk their ice cream sizes oh, God. and stuff,
1: and they've added all this crap. It's like I want the old days where just, it just
0: plain used to chocolate be- frosty. That's all you get at Wendy's.
1: Right. You don't like, now, see, I'm okay with McDonald's adding the McFlurry. It's not good, but it's, it's a, yeah, bit McDonald's of a,
0: has good ice cream.
1: It's a bit of a cheaper alternative to Dairy Queen, which is you're getting the brand name. Right. And granted, they, it's good. And
0: McDonald's, but, I don't know if you have, if you've had this in a while, but just get an ice cream cone or a fudge sundae there. Oh, They're good.
1: excellent. It's fantastic. They're excellent. Yeah, because you live right They're the street like from a them.
0: third the price of Dairy Queen and they taste just as good.
1: Yeah, they do. I, I absolutely, I, I enjoy, I do enjoy McDonald's. I do enjoy Dairy Queen. We're, okay, so if Arby's is your top, one of your other top places, where are your other top places?
0: <sighs> I mean, I'm not a big fast food person. That's kind of like a last resort. If I'm doing breakfast, Subway has an awesome flatbread breakfast sandwich. Really? And Subway also has the best chocolate milk in town. It's kind of ruined me for any other chocolate milk. It's Shamrock Farms chocolate milk. It's excellent. But, Subway shrank their chocolate milk bottles to half the size now. Oh, cool. And when they first shrank them, they didn't change the price, which really pissed me off. And now they've lowered the price a little bit, but they didn't cut the price in half. And I'm like, you're way, it was like a dollar 85 for a big chocolate milk. Yeah, and be. I was like, well, that's kind of ridiculous, but okay. Now right. it's a dollar 25 for a half size. And I'm like, that's pretty bad. But the yeah. sandwich, you get a flatbread, bacon, egg, and cheese. It's yeah. delicious. Um, Raising canes, I love Raisin Cane's. They have the best toast. Raisin
1: Cane's is, is good.
0: But in general, I mean, I eat fast food not often at all. Sure. So it's just kind of a... And
1: then, space bar, space bar, space bar, Arby's.
0: I, I mean, I, I Arby's is different than other things, and okay. maybe that's why I like it, because you get tired of the hamburgers no, if yeah, you eat you it a lot. No, yeah, you You really do. Um, And then you're like, ah, oh, roast beef. But I don't know. I've just always really liked Arby's. And when we were young... In this area of the country, at least, there used to be two competing roast beef fast food chains. There was Arby's and Rax. Oh, Rax.
1: And Rax was
0: good, but the thing that pissed me off about Rax is they hardly put any roast beef on the sandwich, whereas Arby's would load you up.
1: And then Arby's came out with like the...
0: But Rax had the Gator Cups.
1: Yeah. The Gator Cups are awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. Because that was their... Mm -hmm. I didn't understand... They had an
0: alligator as their mascot. Yeah.
1: and And I look, I'm like, Rax. Alligator.
0: I don't know. I didn't get it. I was too young. I don't remember. I haven't ate at racks in 20 years. Neither have I. The best place when I was little was Ritzy's. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, dude. The hamburger place. They had like a whole ice cream parlor inside the hamburger place. It it
1: honestly was. It's kind of like what Steak and Shake is, which was it's a diner like atmosphere. But, like a fifth or 50s, but it 's fast mm-hmm. food, yeah, yeah, man, they have like, a good awesome. yeah,
0: that shit and you know rallies has excellent fries,
1: they yeah, they do, At, and, and
0: the good shakes.
1: and their burgers, the okay. burgers are pretty good well, to me, the burgers are the way I remember my mom talking about how wendy's mm-hmm. used to be with their burgers, which is it like the burgers, you know the burgers are all like frozen and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but apparently back in the day, wendy's they would have it would be frozen, but it would be like a different type of, of mm-hmm. patty, and the the whole thing with that would be um uh apparently though the in the, the how they would put the toppings on mm-hmm. it like they would cater you could get your burger anyway, and they would actually ask you How do you want your burger Ooh, today nice which is kind of how rallies are like do you want you know this this, this, and this, unless you mm-hmm. say something at at wendy's, they're just going to make it like like they're mm-hmm. right, but apparently the old day that was Dave Thomas' thinking, How do you want your burger at wendy's mm-hmm. Where's the beef
0: How do you Clara want it? Peller Where's the beef?
1: That's right, so yeah, I thought I thought that was
0: but anyway we that was a long tangent. <laughs>
1: It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, again, this this uh,
0: the, there's a lot of TV stuff to talk about. The, oh
1: my god! Day of the Doctor.
0: This did that air? Has it been that long since we've done a show?
1: Right. Well, we got JT's thoughts on it because Day I, of the
0: Doctor and Time of the Doctor
1: and Time of the Doctor. The Day of the Doctor, I think, is what we talked about. Time of the Doctor, though, we did not. No, okay, we we've not talked about that. Um. Oh my.
0: god. True yeah. Detective has come and gone.
1: I see. Walking
0: I, Dead's this yeah. half of the season is different. That's worth talking about. Uh, looking has coming on
1: um oh that's right looking is on uh
0: there's a bunch of new shows that just aired a bunch of stuff just got renewed big bang theory got three more seasons which that's insane and cbs renewed almost everything they have on the air except for intelligence the mentalist and crazy ones i think
1: they didn't renew the crazy no, ones.
0: no and i'm really uh, holding out for it because I, I love that I, show isn't that it
1: good it's really good oh by the way i want your thoughts the mm-hmm the 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 more the really super tall but a little bit nervous and shyer of the uh-huh. two bad guys, yeah. does he not remind you of Nathan a little bit in terms of how he a looks? And sometimes his sarcasm when it does yeah. come out full, yeah. Because when, when, when I watch that with someone, that's the first thing that, that we all both say. It's like, oh, that's a, that's something Nathan would mm. say. And he looks and even sounds like Nathan. And it, mm. it cracks us up.
0: I never thought about it before, but I'd give you a little bit.
1: Yeah, so see, now when you watch, that's an earworm. It's mm. going to burrow at your soul. No, it's not. Sarah
0: Michelle Geller is really found her balance with Robin Williams, and that is the heart of the show. I mean, I love the rest of the cast too. Oh, uh, it's yeah. a really great ensemble, but that key relationship just has to click. Oh yeah, and I love the two of them together.
1: Oh well, I think the funny thing is if when the show first started off, you could tell the only one who had a really good rapport with him like instantly James woke was James Yolk. was it woke or woke woke was woke and then you although
0: could- he better make time for Mad Men. Around the crazy ones. He needs to be in the final season of Mad Men because he was in last season. He was awesome.
1: Well, but that's up to Wiener Weiner.
0: I know, but Morgan will kill him. Not kill him because that's terrible. She will be very upset if Bob Benson does not return for the final season.
1: Hello, folks. No.
0: Making death threats to celebrities since 2003.
1: Yeah, it's been. Oh, long. did
0: you see um, Sarah Michelle Geller tweeted a picture in her office of the Candace Bergen sex doll from Boston Legal. Yes. That's where it is now. It's in her dressing room on the crazy ones. That's, how did she? Oh, oh she said she David like was Kelly. in David Kelly's office and found it in the closet and stole it. And now like has people pose within her dressing room.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, who was it? Uh, uh Ferguson. Now, if he has Shatner on, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes because Shatner, sometimes he'll have guests on right uh-huh. at the beginning of the show. Yeah. He'll do the thing and with see, Shatner. Yo, yeah, yeah. It's I'm actually like, drinking like in Boston get, Legal.
0: I'm actually recording all the late night shows now. Well, I, I'm reco- I'm not recording Letterman. I'm recording Seth Meyers, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Craig, and um, what, what Conan? What this and on? I'm skimming most of them because because a lot of them were getting like viral videos and stuff. And I don't want to have to worry about tracking them down online. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just record them every day. Skim them briefly, spend, you know, half an hour looking through the five of them, and then get rid of them. And I can, I have to say, by far, the best one is Craig Ferguson. I find myself watching see? huge... I end up watching, like, the first 20 minutes almost always solid.
1: Right. And, and see, now, see, I like his guest stuff, because... He literally does not give a crap about the guests. And he so like if they're, he
0: they're, doesn't, but I just don't have time to take that on as a real show. Right. Well, I So I, I fast forward a lot. I will
1: say the Ricky Gervais mm. one. Uh-huh. That interview, you can skip the Laura Cohen part uh from Walking Dead. But though Oh Gerv- yeah,
0: I already skimmed that one. It's oh, in the did? recycle bin.
1: The Ricky Gervais. I didn't part, watch any of that interview. It, 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 oh it's good. Okay. Because apparently they go out there and apparently backstage they made a pack it's like, look. You've not seen this show before, mm-hmm. but usually it's crap. We're going to make a good show. And he's like, I always do a good show. And apparently they even said, it's like, he's like, man, remember backstage, uh, Craig, we said we were going to do a good show. It's mm-hmm. like, and now we're not. He's like, well, you z- guys zag, bitch. Like, <laughs> it, yeah, no, it's, it was really funny. And they, I they, mean, he keeps going down. You know? Craig also way.
0: has like the, one of the best theme songs on television.
1: He wrote that himself.
0: I can tell. And he sings it, and the lyrics are clever, and I really like it. It's,
1: it's a good. And then, okay, do you like the robot or not?
0: Yes. How can you not like Jeff?
1: People do The not gay like, robot. People get upset with the robot, and I think the robot is hysterical.
0: He is. And the horse <laughs> cracks it up. And the racist oh, producer. <laughs> you're a racist, man.
1: You're racist. like, yeah, because he says fuck. And he yeah. cusses, and then they have to bleep it out. Right. He's like, you know what? Yeah, well, you're, you're racist. You're racist. Yeah.
0: And the, the shy band.
1: Yeah, Alfredo the sauce. Giant Alfredo man, sauce and the, and the giant Alfredo the giant And the thing is, is Fallon,
0: I... Fallon's funny, but I watch his little, like, games and sketches. Those are the best. And the little sing-along stuff, like, in the back room. Yeah. I don't watch his interviews. I don't watch his monologue. The only monologue not, I really well, watch great. is Craig Ferguson. Seth Meyers has not done well. He has not been funny.
1: See, I sort of agreed with that. I... I
0: well, there is. I like whenever he talks to Fred Armisen; those are the best parts of the show. See,
1: I feel like even then, like Fred is like he's a good band player because that was my mm-hmm. big thing. I was like, I don't remember him ever playing music on set. Yeah. but I don't remember yeah, he that. Did. And so, again, honestly, you watched all the time. I mm-hmm. openly so like I'm one of those people. Who are like Fred Armisen plays music. What? Yeah. And then when I watched the show a few times, I was like, this is actually not that. But Fred's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And then Seth starts to talk, and it breaks my heart because like. If I would watch Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. that was for sure always a guaranteed hit with Seth Meyers. I enjoyed that well,
0: a lot. Well, when he has a Saturday Night Live people on, like the episode he had Sandberg on, the episode he had Keenan on, I watched those interviews and those are great. But anything else, like he's just not, maybe he just hasn't found his groove yet. He's new. I'll give him a shot. Sure. I'm not going to delete But none of his like little sketch things have been funny. Yeah. None of his monologue has sucked like every night. And I feel bad because I really like Seth Meyers.
1: Oh no. Yeah. Me too.
0: And he was the head writer for all these years. He did great with update. And so it's just I don't know. He just has some dumb things. Although I did like he when he had um Sandberg on this week, he was talking about how they have very different senses of humor. And that Sandberg was always trying to get puke jokes into the show, and Seth did not find them funny at all. And so finally Sandberg and another writer pitched this thing where Sandberg would come on weekend update as Prince Harry, I think, one of the princes. And puke all over Seth Myers, And I could, I just felt Seth's pain because I don't find that crap funny. Right. And not only did he get to do it on air, he got to do it on Seth. And Seth, they played the clip of when it happened. And Seth looks not amused in the slightest. Just like barely putting up with that it's happening. Yeah. And that kind of cracked me up.
1: And that's see, uh,
0: but now I know Fred Armisen's a total asshole, which kind of ruins a little bit of that for me. What do you mean? You, um, recently him and Elizabeth Moss have been talking to the press about their marriage. Uh, you know, from Mad Men and stuff. They were married for eight months, like four years ago. And apparently he was an absolutely awful husband. She describes her marriage as a nightmare, a horrible traumatic experience. And Fred basically said in response to that, yeah, it probably was. I'm not a good husband. I get bored really easily, and then I just do destructive things to ruin it. Wow! And I'm like, man, shame. I didn't realize you were such an asshole. And so I loved Fred Armisen, and now this week I'm rethinking my Fred Armisen position. It... it... Yeah. well
1: did you see the clip uh well you will see i'm actually thinking about yes. adding the daily show into my daily
0: Now i never miss a daily show or colbert
1: um but there was that clip where uh, uh well every clip i see of it it's it gets good but then part of my problem is which has been my you know lament for the past year and a half which is i've been slowly like i'm like i tape brooklyn 99 every week but mm-hmm. like if i get like I, I backed up four episodes of brooklyn 99 and i'm like I, it has to go. No. Uh, yeah. No. I, I you get an hour this.
0: and a half and just watch it. No.
1: Yeah. Because I also <sighs> I also but I'm also behind About a Boy, Cougar Town, uh Both trophy great wife, shows. Tr- crazy I, ones.
0: Trophy wife, I have still not watched Past the Pilot. I need to. <sighs> I'm I'm still hesitating because I really, really, really like the pilot, but it's totally getting canceled. So I'm still debating whether I'm gonna watch it or not.
1: And see, that's the other thing. Like intelligence, I watched literally 20 minutes into the pilot and uh, when you told me that the ratings had been horrible. Yeah. And I, I did actually look behind the CBS smoke screen. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, this it's is bad. Done. Now see, I canceled Goldberg's because at the beginning the, the ratings were horrible right. and they said that it was going to get canceled. And, and then now it's, it's, and now it's turning up. And by yeah. the way, well, you don't like Goonies, right? Or you said you watched Goonies a few years ago. Oh, no, it was you, okay. The Goonies episodes. Now see, I watched them when I was younger and mm-hmm. I loved, like, I, started taping again with the Goonies episode because I was like everyone said it was fantastic Mm -hmm. and so I I watched and now I I have Goldberg's back on my thing and it's of course I was
0: caught up at Christmas uh I'm a few weeks behind on that now but I I think it's okay it's not like as good as the crazy ones or Brooklyn Nine-Nine or about a boy about a boy has been so So good good. yes I watched the pilot three times
1: it's fantastic and it makes me
0: and I really like growing up Fisher too
1: Oh, oh, the one with J.K.
0: The, like, Simmons. J.K. Simmons and, the, and the, when he's blind. Yeah.
1: See, I haven't watched it. That was one of those ones where I wanted to watch it. Oh, the, no. I,
0: I was done. like, why did they save these two till now? These are like the two best new sitcoms.
1: What, I, I saw your review of the pilot of Enlisted. What, do you, have you been continuing with Enlisted too?
0: I've or? watched like two other episodes. Again, that's, that's in the category of Trophy Wife for me, whereas I think I will really enjoy it, but it's for sure getting canceled, so I don't...
1: It is for sure, you think?
0: I'd say there's like a ninety percent chance it's getting canceled.
1: That makes me sad because, well, they are can- they officially canceled. Raising Hope. I know and that, and that. I'm still
0: me. gonna finish it. Uh, I don't think I finished Earl. I think I've missed most of the last season. I think I gave oh, up, I, up on Earl I early I season Earl four,
1: too.
0: Uh, right. which makes me sad. But I I think I'll finish out Raising Hope.
1: I well, and also apparently, and I completely forgot about. It, it makes me want to rewatch the pilot again. Mm-hmm. They're bringing in Kenny Loggins in. Mm-hmm. which and I go with Kenny Loggins, but apparently the song that, that she would sing Jimmy mm-hmm. and then she told Jimmy to sing to hope in the pilot episode that they're, they're coming around full circle. So nice. he's singing the song. Right. And so I'm going like, okay, so, I, gotta- I
0: think they, they gave raising hope time to end it. Cause Earl didn't get time to end it. Yeah, they didn't. So raising hope hopefully should end well, it.
1: I wonder though, because what's his name is, uh, is doing uh, Greg, uh, the guy who created the show, mm-hmm. he's doing where the millers.
0: Yeah. Which did get renewed.
1: Right. I, the Millers. You been, oh, you yeah. Watch it? Is it pretty funny? Yeah, I like it. Because the pilot was funny, but I'm like, I don't know. I
0: hated the fart stuff in the pilot. That pissed me off. But the scene where Margot Martindale and Bo Bridges had the fight about sex in front of Will Arnett, I loved. I could not stop roaring with laughter.
1: Okay, And it's not. it so makes me want to go back. and It's I, that not that
0: about a boy good. It. It's not the crazy ones good, but it's, it's better than Goldberg's in my opinion.
1: Okay, well, I will admit, here's the thing about the Goldbergs. I realized Mm -hmm. when I was watching the past two episodes. For me, okay, to me, Mm -hmm. because Modern Family is way funnier, but I get the feeling from Goldbergs that I got from Modern Family, which is at some point, this is going to wear on me. Mm -hmm. Because it literally, for me, it's just watching the nostalgia of the 80s. And actually, when you watch it, the jokes are actually funny enough that they land. And then it's nostalgia tied on top of that. Um, and for Modern Family, it was sort of the same thing. It's like, oh, I've had – I know family moments like that, and or I know where I've had that thought applied to the family dynamic. And then at one point, it's like, okay, this is the same thing every week. Literally, I don't really care about what's going on. I still love Modern Family. Well, that's the thing. I, if, you, if I watch an episode, I mm-hmm. laugh hysterically, but then I just go – at the end of the day, though, I think there's better stuff on TV to watch mm-hmm. than this. Or I can sacrifice my time for. it.
0: See, I'm much quicker to give up dramas than comedies. Comedies, I tend to stick with just well, because they're, they're right. Long. They're easier to keep up with, quicker digest, yes. and um, yeah. And I think what might hurt uh, Goldberg's though is that growing up Fisher is such a similar style of show, but better.
1: Really? Okay.
0: It's set modern day. It's not past, right. but it is based on the creator's real life experiences. And it does have a narrator. It's got Jason Bateman narrating as the kid grown up. Can't go wrong with Jason Bateman. And so it's like, and I love JK Simmons and Jen Elfman. Have you seen
1: surviving Jack yet?
0: I have not yet.
1: Okay. Because I'm curious how that is because it's, it's it's a Bill Lawrence show, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I know that was one of the things that, that, that was a show that Fox has held on to, and they're premiering it Mm -hmm. late into the year too.
0: Yeah all the pilots that I've watched ahead have aired. i have mm-hmm. not currently I've not yet watched anything this week that hasn't aired yet. I've got a stack of things to watch. Did,
1: did you stick with Ground Floor? Yeah. And it got renewed. It did. What did you what did you think?
0: It was amusing. I it was a yeah, TBS show.
1: Yeah, it I- See, I felt the same way. Now, I did like the last episode. Yeah. And then, and then, and then there's part of me is like, well, where the fuck is this going?
0: The last episode, the last two episodes, I think, were really like, okay, this is kicking it up a notch. And I still thought it was funny. I wasn't going to cancel my season pass. Oh, I don't right. watch all of TBS's sitcoms because I think some of them are just dumb. Yeah. But um, well, it, that's another it, it kind of, of balanced that line between the dumb ones I don't like and the really good ones like Cougar Town. It kind of fell in the middle there.
1: See, I I felt the same way. That was one of those shows where I tape it, and if Mm -hmm. I get behind, that's one of the first things. They're like, "Eh," unless it's like you know, if I watch a clip from the show, it makes Mm -hmm. me want to watch it. Like, force myself to watch it. I will. John
0: McGinley is really good in it. He's
1: the best. And, and second part. Okay, what's your second favorite part of the show, if you have one? It's Harvard for me. I love Harvard.
0: Oh, I don't really like Harvard.
1: See, I I don't know. Like at first, it came off like he was forcing him to be funny, and yeah. then it naturally just became like when uh three Pete and him move in together mm-hmm. to the morgue. Yeah. Or you realize he lives in a morgue. Yeah. That to me, like it didn't feel forced yeah. as much anymore. I don't uh, know. I don't
0: really like him. I like the three leads. I don't really think the supporting cast is very good. But
1: well, actually, I think Harvard is considered the lead, the other lead. Well, it's, it's McKinley. Uh, there's hand, there's like eight the main
0: characters or seven main characters but there's three that are much more central than the rest of them
1: who are okay well i thought it I, well i thought i thought it was like there was four leads
0: no the main character wise there's, i'm pretty sure that all three of the people in the basement besides the main girl are leads and so is three pete
1: okay fair enough because i
0: at least that's what i thought i could be wrong
1: because out of all the other
0: side characters mm-hmm. uh yeah harvard's the one that shows up in the theme song
1: Right. And I guess yeah. maybe that's what my train of thought on there. But, um, have you been sticking with shield?
0: Uh, I'm like five episodes behind. Oh, I last man. one I watched was when, um, he got kidnapped. The may, um, Colson. Yeah. And that was such a good episode. And then I, I just have not had time because I was concentrating on all those winter premieres and stuff. Yes. And that's like Grays and scandal came back two weeks ago. And I love, love, love those shows to death. And I still haven't watched them because I'm busy and with
1: Grey's has got picked up for like another season. Didn't it? it?
0: sure did it'll be season 10 ER in like 15.
1: Well, right. But I remember Sandra, I thought on her Twitter a few times in the past few years is saying that, you know, she's hoping to end it but she isn't hoping it's like when those, like,
0: Oh, I, I Shonda like, Rhimes. Yeah. No, no, she hasn't said she wants to end it. Not she said directly. as long as they'll keep doing it, she wants to keep doing it. She's got stories to tell. And she was already talking about going on without the original cast. If they were ready to leave, wow. but the only one that decided to leave was Sandra. Oh, and they're bringing back Burke for her ending arc. Right. I, I heard that uh, Wikipedia says all of those people are main characters on ground floor. I thought Damn. so. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited to see Burke come back. I mean, Catherine Heigl floated out into the media that she was, she would be happy to come back. And the response from the show was like, no, thanks. <laughs> but Burke, who also got run off for bad stuff, but yeah. wasn't nearly as mouthy and at least seemed contrite about it. Uh, is coming back. So. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that whole thing, uh, granted what he did was not cool at all. Right. But like, I- I'm glad that they're found some way to heal it. Cause, because and also, well, I guess the other thing, well, okay, this doesn't make any sense. My logic doesn't make any sense because the person apparently he had contention with was grand was was T. R. Ten, Knight, Knight. T. R. Knight, who
0: left, who, not long after.
1: Right, and because and it suppose it's because he was gay, and apparently mm-hmm. he's a homophobe. Right, but then the problem is with that. My logic of thinking is, well, Chandra is also gay, and that doesn't really make my logic yeah. then is faulty. So, but. But good good for them for somehow making up, and also good for, for her for not accepting Kath and
0: Michael. <laughs> well, and honestly, <laughs> uh, as I've said for the last, like, three years solid, Grays has never been better. It really, I mean, the people that were these young, inexperienced interns in the pilot that knew nothing are now the experienced heads of the yeah. departments, and there aren't many shows that get the chance to show those huge growth arcs and take the newbies into the veterans. And it's just awesome that now they've they played with adding in newbies before, um, you know, as they got older, but nothing really stuck until last year. They made a concerted effort and have a whole new batch of newbies. Mm-hmm. And now the c- contrast has become so stark. And I've really enjoyed that. Of course, I had to kill off Tina Morrigino because she had other commitments, but the rest of the newbies really work for them. And it's. I don't know. I feel like that while that show has had a rotating cast, there's been main characters coming in and out over the years Uh-huh. Uh, at the core group are, is really, really strong and they always find different ways to take them and new directions for them to play. They don't repeat themselves over and over again. That's, and that's why that's, I still like the show.
1: That's nice. That's good. Yeah. well, Uh, Okay, I'll I'll ask you about one show I I dread because I don't like it, Uh Um, but we'll get to that in a second. Just real quick, because it's the medical show. Okay. Um, Have you seen the premiere of Sirens yet, and thoughts?
0: Yeah, well, I I did watch the pilot. I watched the fourth episode first, because that was the screener they set out. Really? And they also posted online for free. It's called Rachel McAdams Boobs. It airs next week. Okay. It's it's airing as the third one, because they aired two episodes this week. And Rachel McAdams' boobs is listed as episode 104. That's the advanced one, but it's airing as the third one. Anyway, um, it's funny.
1: It's funny? Yeah. Because everything I've seen of it looks f- hilarious.
0: Yeah, I mean, I it's my type of humor. It's a lot of sex humor, a lot of masturbation humor, a lot of porn humor. Uh, I thought episode 104, Rachel McAdams' boobs, was much better than the pilot, and maybe that's why they sent it out. Um, because that's where they, the whole episode was about masturbation and porn and it was really funny.
1: Was that where they go to the guy's place and they find it, they find like all the weird stuff on the computer or is that,
0: um, that's some now of the they're promo- kind of blurred together with me. I think it is. I know the one thing. Yeah, I think so. And then they find some really bad horse porn on his computer.
1: Right. And then they're on the elevator and they just can't.
0: Right. Yeah. And then he remembers that he's got porn on his iPad, which he loaned to his ex-girlfriend and he tries to go get it. And then he finds out that she's been searching crap. I can't remember what celebrity she's been searching, but then she sees that he's been searching Rachel McAdams boobs. And it's funny because there's like a kind of almost Frank discussion in front of everybody else about their relationship. Cause they kind of broke it up cause he didn't want to move in with her, but they still like, are kind of together. I don't know. It's really confusing like what the Sasser relationship is. Yeah. But she is totally like she you know scoffed at his porn, but she's got her little things too. And he complained that she never he said I had to look at Rachel McAdams' boobs because you remind me of Rachel Adams, and I don't have a topless shot of you. And they were like, "Oh, that's so sweet." So she sends him a topless shot of herself, uh, and I'm like, "If you like that style of humor, oh, you'll yeah. like the show, and, and I do." You no,
1: know, I do too. Well, the, some of the trailer, I, I thought if they add a little bit more heart to it, it could be a, a sicker version of Scrubs. Yeah, and that appealed to me in some. Have fashion. you
0: been? Are you up on Psych?
1: Yes, it's been really oh, good. Oh, my God. They keep, it's really good. No, They've it, been killing me. The, 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 the killing last me. episode with Mira Savino was... Um, I think there was
0: a new one last night. I didn't watch that one, but other than that, I'm current.
1: The, that's, the, that's the one, the Mira Savino one.
0: Oh, no, I didn't see that one then. I saw The last one I saw was Carlton was trying to be head detective.
1: Yes. And
0: No, and I saw it, the one after that. Wait. No, Chief, wait. Uh, I saw last week's. I know I saw last week's.
1: Which, that's the one where Chief Vic comes in. Or no, no, no. no, That was a while ago. We,
0: we've chief had- Vic's gone. Juliet's gone. Right. And, I, and this week, this past week, or last week's, I, last one I saw was the food truck one and Carlton's girl yes. went into labor. Right. Yes.
1: Okay. So we've had Carlton as, as, <sighs> as a chief for two episodes now, completely. Right. And um, and Juliet
0: and Vic are gone and Henry's right. selling his house. And yes. Oh God, it's just killing me.
1: Um, but the best part is, is that they don't like mirror. Uh, this is not a huge spoiler, but, mm. uh, the plan is they can get Juliet back. Mm-hmm. And at first Sean's like, well, okay, but you want me to amp up my stick up to a 15 or to a, to a 11, to uh-huh. get rid of her, you know, to force her out. And, uh, I'm not going to say what the result of that is, but let me just say there's talk of level 15.
0: I heard Lassiter started to act a little Sean like too.
1: Yes. Yes. Which I'm
0: looking forward to seeing.
1: It, it is actually pretty cool. It's really funny. Um, I, Again, I was really surprised, and also it was nice to see uh, uh, Nicole Yvette Brown.
0: In, yeah, in I love episode. Yvette Nicole Brown. Or, you know,
1: Yvette. See, I knew I was going to fuck up her name. <laughs> Miss Brown from Community.
0: <laughs> love her.
1: No, she was good. Because anytime I've seen her in other shows, it, honestly, the only thing I can remember her being in is either talking dead as herself or Yeah, that was just going to say Community. <laughs> and so it was nice to see her in another part. And yeah. she, I'm not, I, again, I don't, and also it's nice because Tom Arnold's in it, and he's a unique brand of humor. But I think when used properly, it is like a nice – it's like a nice garish on a plate of food. It, it, it's actually – give you that. It's good. i give you that. And then also, the, uh, you don't remember this, but for me, the origin, the first ever sci-fi original series was The Invisible Man. Okay. And uh, did you uh, – what was the one show with the blonde-haired girl in plain sight? Mm-hmm. You know her boss? Mary McCormick. Yeah, the little, little dude, bald head, balding dude. I can't remember the actor's name. I feel really bad. But her boss, because there was her and Marshall –
0: right and uh i didn't watch that one all the way through
1: but but if you look at if i you think look i, the, watch I am, season the, one the, i am the the guy who who plays him he's a character actor you've seen him in tons of stuff before. but the invisible man had this other actor who's in the show when you watch it and it was nice to see him too. play a sort of good guy it was nice to see him again because i haven't seen him in stuff for a long time
0: are um, you talking about paul ben victor
1: uh, is he, he, looks like sort of
0: daredevil Don John. Yeah. The invisible man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's him. Okay. Sort of balding head. And he, yeah, yeah
0: he's looks familiar, but I'm having trouble remembering where I saw, I've seen him. It,
1: he's he's one of those character actors. He's done tons of little roles here and there. Mob
0: city. He's
1: a good actor, which was, eh. but, um, but yeah, anyway, he, he, the, the, the guy who played the lead invisible man, he was in the episode two with Tom Arnold. It, it was, it was nice to see him. It was a really good episode. I, I thought. And, uh, it was nice to see, as you heard, properly Lassie get involved with that kind of thing. They got to
0: get Juliet back though, because otherwise, Sean si- uh, has to move to San Francisco and leave Gus behind, and I, that just isn't acceptable.
1: I, you know, I think what's going to—this ha- is me calling it—I mm-hmm. think that it's going to end with Sean moving. I think they're going to do like a Goodwill hunting, uh-huh. which is they might have like, like Juliet. I think will be talked about a lot, and you might even have a phone call. You might hear her. You might not see her. But I think it'll end with him driving out to her, and it'll be the question of, well, Gus <sighs> might already be getting an opportunity out there too. So Sean's only option left for Sean is to just move Psych out there. That's what I. That's what I think. And See,
0: have. I thought when Henry put his house up for sale, maybe he'd make it to San Francisco somehow. Because you got to have Henry around for Sean.
1: Little, but
0: I yeah. I just am worried that they're gonna take it oh, Sean's matured, and now he's gonna leave those other people behind. I don't think so. Uh,
1: okay. If I was the head USA network, here's mm-hmm. what I would do. I would end the show, leave it very much open. And I would do what they do with Matlock, which mm-hmm. is do every few years or so do like maybe a movie of the week kind of They've thing.
0: They've talked about doing that with Burn notice.
1: You know, that would also be acceptable with Notice, but I don't think so anymore. I thought the ending was good enough that I don't I, want. Yeah, it should that. stay. With psych though. I think it's lighthearted enough that you could
0: psych totally could.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm also surprised too because uh for after being told by Michael about, by um uh by some people involved with the show that like look, we've never I don't think we'll ever be the show that I really want it to be, which mm-hmm. is and that's fine, which is I want it to be really funny, but also have a lot of heart mm-hmm. that that continues on with that. They're actually it's the other way around. It's a, it's just pure comedy. Maybe they'll throw some continuity and stuff in there for the sake of it. The last few episodes, though, it feels like it's been going to what I want. Well,
0: because the ending, they got to give us a satisfying conclusion. And that's good,
1: but that's nice, though, because I guess that's my fear. Because every time we've talked about the show, yeah. it always feels like, was this the last season? No one knows. They've had this, this series in the can for so long. Are they at least going to give it a final ending? But, yeah. um, okay. I want to give you a chance to talk about it because, Lord knows, I'm not, I, I refuse to watch the show. You don't know what I'm going to talk about?
0: Uh, you refuse to watch a lot of shows <laughs>
1: no, no, there, no, there's a difference between refuse to watch and like i straight out refuse to give it a shot okay unless i have like just so much unlimited time mm-hmm. that which is once, a, once
0: i that's a, what yes. i was thinking of. yes because, um, because
1: here's the, the thing some of these are shows i if i actually have I, yeah. I want to watch some of them i just don't have the time like i look at that like i watch mm-hmm. the whole oz clip and i just yeah. go oh my god i love rebecca mater but this show is i, I it just makes me hate it more
0: I See, and you I, only saw the first few episodes, and I very plainly said, other than the pilot, which was okay, the, I know. Fir- the beginning of season one just Horrible. sucked ass. But then they did several really good episodes later in season one, and season two, other than a couple of duds here and there, was really good. Yeah. And season three, they're doing two mini-seasons, just like Gray's and Scandal, where yeah. they did like 11 episodes 11, and the first 11 were all in Neverland with the evil Peter Pan, and it was awesome. Like, so much Rumpelstiltskin backstory, so much family crap, because the family trees become quite twisted now that we know Emma's son is Rumpelstiltskin's grandson, and it's all... Because Emma's love was Rumpel's son that he sent into the real world. Okay. And no, it totally makes sense. And so this week, <laughs> it does. If you watch the show, you would be I like, know. this is great, but almost all of the main characters are totally related, so it makes it very twisted. Yeah. Um And... Regina, the evil queen, has been such an amazing character with her growth that she's not really evil. I mean, shes they let her real pain out. And this spring, she'll have Robin Hood as her love interest, which is really cool. I'm excited for that because they have great chemistry, and I love the actor they have playing Robin Hood. Uh, And Stiltskin, they killed off in the winter, but his name's still on the call sheet. He wasn't in the premiere back, but you get the hint that it... And I don't think he'll be in the next episode either, but in a few episodes they should be getting him back. But at the moment he's dead. Um, Cause he really completed his story arc, but they don't want to lose Robert Carlyle. But oh, the yes. Peter Pan stuff was very heavy Rumpelstiltskin stuff. Yeah, um, and the best episodes of the series mostly are Stiltskin focused episodes, yeah. and Jane Espenson's written well, several of them.
1: Jafar is Jafar because I knew that Jafar, was...
0: Jafar. That's the Wonderland. Once upon a time at Wonderland. But, but
1: I thought it was uh, at some point is that even if that didn't succeed, which I don't think it did.
0: It didn't, but they're, they're it gets to, a full season.
1: They're going to duct it back into the normal show. Well,
0: that would be interesting. I. I'm behind on that show. Um there hasn't been any Jafar stuff and there hasn't been any Wonderland stuff for about a year on the show. Uh but the new season like are the new mid season that started. Ah, so um uh, well nah, not really yet anyway. Okay. Um the, the way it started, I see the way like, the uh... winter finale ended was they once and for all broke the curse on Storybrooke. The so Storybook was going away. Yeah. All the fairy tale characters were going back to the Enchanted Forest. But Emma and Henry couldn't go with them. So Regina wiped their memories and gave the evil queen, wiped her own beloved son's memory of her, and gave them memories that they'd had this happy life together, that she never gave Henry up for adoption. So when the premiere started, and I, the whole time I'm like... They have to go back! It's the Oceanic Six moment of the show, because it's got Lost Riders. Oh, yeah, and, totally. and now, it, the action in the premiere was split between the Enchanted Forest when they first got back, and we find out that Rebecca Mater has taken over Regina's castle. So she's, she and her evil flying monkeys are in the Enchanted Forest. They're not in Oz. And we don't know how they came there because they didn't used to be there the last time we saw the Enchanted Forest. Yeah. But apparently, while most of the characters were in Storybrooke, she came to the Enchanted Forest and took it over. Um, so that's that. But then, the other half of the episode is one year later in New York where Emma is now dating Augie from Covert Affairs, Christopher Gorham. I saw that! And, and actually- they're in a very loving relationship. He proposes to her in the premiere. That's not gonna happen. And be she and captain hook comes to try to wake her up cuz hook's a main character these days
1: yeah he's a good guy too
0: yeah so yeah he's a roguish good guy so he comes to try to restore emma's memories and get her to come back and save her family. And we don't know what's happened. We know that now, a year later, they're all in Storybrook with no memory of whatever went on in the Enchanted Forest and the Wicked Witch for the last year. So why they're in Storybook again, we don't know. We don't know what happened. It's going to be flashback. See what I mean by the Oceanic Six mo- moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the episode, Emma goes to, b- gets her memories back, even though Henry doesn't have his. And he, she goes to break it off with Augie. And Augie's like, well, damn it. This isn't how I thought it was going to go down and turns into a flying monkey and attacks her so wow yeah it was pretty sweet it was pretty sweet
1: okay so interesting uh okay
0: it's really good although i do think they rushed the oz stuff because there's like four other oz tv projects in development Uh, and they didn't want to they wanted to be first so they went ahead and jumped in but they don't have the mgm rights they only have the book rights so we'll see what they do that was the problem like it'll be silver uh, slippers instead of ruby slippers and you know
1: well, was it Silver Slippers in the book? Yeah. I thought in the book it was Ruby Slippers.
0: No, in the book it's Silver Slippers. In the MGM movie, they were like, Silver's too boring, let's make them Ruby because color was new. and you know.
1: Okay, well no, I mean that makes sense. Yeah. But, well, wait a minute, didn't they have Ruby Slippers in the Oz oh, the Green and Powerful? They made reference to it?
0: Um, I think in Oz the Green and Powerful, and I'm thinking, I, I watched it like a year ago, but I'm pretty sure they made the Slippers so that they were, depending on the light, Silver or Ruby kind of bridge the gap between the two,
1: which I think Sam Raimi said he would, he might come on to do another mm. one of those, but he's working on something else. Yeah. that feels more up his,
0: Well, anyway, out. if you want to give a show a chance once upon a time, I'm telling you, I don't
1: know telling about.
0: you, is he part of that. Sounds it's cool got its there. flaws, but it's, it's got some really cool stuff and it doesn't, it's lost. Like in some ways with the flashbacks right. and stuff, but it doesn't have all those hanging mysteries that you're waiting years to be answered for the most part.
1: See, I think the other problem with that is that if that show was only like maybe 10 episodes per season, yeah. I think I'd be way well, more. and game. I think
0: that's what they're doing because they did the 11 episode thing felt like its own complete season. Yeah. And now this is completely different story for these 11. Okay. And I think that's why this falls run was even better than the first two seasons because it was a tight controlled single arc right. instead of all these little stories. And that, yeah, uh, they're going to do the same thing with the back half. So,
1: well, did you have you been enjoying The Walking Dead? Yes. Well, because some people, there's okay. <sighs> I, no, know, I know, no, no, I love it. I want to be very clear with you. I'm with you. I think the show has continued to be amazing. Like these are this is pure character. They, they're doing here's what here's what I think really happened behind the scenes. AMC said you blew too much with the tank and and you blew up the prison. You blew up a whole set. We, you can't have you gotta keep it going and have the next season be Terminus, the the the, the town.
0: I d- I don't think it was the network interfering. I totally well, I don't, think I
1: don't think it's really them interfering. They just mm-hmm. said you need to watch your money.
0: I don't even think that. Um, <clears throat> based on I, I've read all the comics. Oh and yeah,
1: you've let ra- me read. Have they released a the new Omnibus yet?
0: No, no, we're not, a, we don't have enough for a new omnibus. I've got like three other volumes after the second omnibus though. Oh,
1: well, but yeah, that, by the way, this is how this is worked. Jimmy mm-hmm. gets the omnibus, he mm-hmm. reads it. I, if he tells me about it, I go, can I borrow it? And of course, Jimmy's like, of course, sure. And then I read it and I go, that was
0: amazing. Well, after we the, go, yeah, yeah, I know. After the first two omnibus, I couldn't wait for the third one. So I've been buying the volumes, oh, like you, okay. the six or eight episodes. Can I issues. borrow those? Yeah, for- <laughs> uh, absolutely. Um, I mean, the first one that, is after on the bus two has the hundredth episode yes, issue with I, the Glenn? I, I, oh, it's I awful! Seen, uh, awful, of that so bad. Know, yeah. It made me like gasp and cry out loud. Um, But anyway, no, in the book there's some meandering after the prison. What they go yeah. through a couple different things before they end up in the settlements in D.C. And I feel like based on the plot, this was time for some character development. It was time sure. for some, it made sense realistically to have some meandering and wandering around. Oh, I, I don't think the writers wanted to put it back. I think this was their design. And it's cool to have episodes with only two characters and bouncing or, and it's not just Rick and Carl. I mean, we've had like Rick, Carl up ep- Michonne episodes where we hardly see anybody else, but now Daryl and Beth get a ep- whole episode to themselves. So, you know, like they're expanding. The Reach, and I really love it. And I don't know what Terminus is because it's not in the comics, but it's either going to be, I'm assuming, I was assuming that they were just going to move what the DC settlements are in the comics closer to Atlanta to make it more realistic that they didn't travel that far. But then they brought in Abraham and Eugene and Rosie or Rosario whatever. So now I'm thinking maybe Terminus was just a convenient plot device to get everybody together, and they're either going to show up and it's going to be horrible and they're going to leave real quick, or it's going to be like nothing there. Just a, a plot device to get them back together before they head well, to DC. I,
1: I thought wasn't the the development they're at with Ezekiel and all that. That's mm-hmm. in DC and all that. I thought they they stopped at another town in between Atlanta and DC.
0: No, no, they didn't. Um, but then, like in the comics, they stopped at a little settlement of neighborhoods um, before going to Herschel's farm. Which in the show they ditched that and did the CDC story instead. So the show takes some licensers that are some. Licengers? Licengers?
1: You you pop them in the back of your throat and your throat? That's lozenges.
0: Okay. The show takes some license with the story. And uh, I I feel like Terminus will probably be a a road bump. I wonder if it could be the settlement of the cannibals, um, which ate Herschel. I don't know, Dale, because Dale is still alive in the book. But now I'm thinking that whoever kidnapped Beth is maybe the cannibals. Um, That would be heartbreaking. That would be heartbreaking. But I think she's. At top of the list for most expendable.
1: True, and it would be possible. It makes sense that maybe she got bit because if they because that was the whole thing about Dale, right? He got bit and well, he was turning. He was going. to, turn.
0: No, no. Dale, well, Dale had gotten bit and they amputated his leg, which was what they did with Yeah, no, But I
1: thought he got bit or scratched again, right? As they were eating, because that was the whole thing. And he's like, "Yeah, you're eating me, but I'm I'm going." Yeah. To
0: okay. Yeah. He did do that, and they ate him, and he and then he died.
1: Right. And then, and and then he's like, "You guys, he was because he they were right. eating him. And they were laughing at him because he's like." I'm going to turn into a zombie mm. walker. You fuckers. I, this is my. revenge. But a, and at
0: that point, though, in the comics, they didn't know that they were all infected. So he thought that them eating his diseased flesh would turn them into walkers. Uh-huh. So that was his revenge. But in the show, we already know they're all infected. And that's eating a diseased flesh probably won't.
1: Well, I don't know. nobody will turn you quicker.
0: Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I don't line. know because they're all line. infected. So it could be different. I mean they definitely do different things in the show than the comics, but I'm thinking Terminus for the most part is a convenient plot device to reunite everybody realistically.
1: Okay. I, I but I think it'll be the last episode.
0: Uh so yeah. Uh, I well, I don't even know if we'll see it this season or if we'll see in the finale. They may just have a like the last group walking up to it and then cut before we see what's there. We the, don't yeah. know. Yeah.
1: But so. I I really enjoyed like uh, did you like the carl episode? The carl
0: the Yes. I did. Too. I've liked every episode, and I well, feel like the people, people that are complaining are fucking whiners. Because I get that some people are watch for the action, the killing of the zombies, instead of the character development right. but every one of these character development episodes has it's had well multiple earned. zombie slangs in it it's not like they leave them and it's well earned too oh it's it's earned they're excellent and they still put in the action and the suspense and the blood for the people that are watching for it
1: no i i agree well i think a lot of people though like some of the people i've talked to at where i work they um they 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 think carl is whiny And stupid. He
0: is, but now he's growing up and he's starting to come out of it a little bit. I thought
1: this whole season, Carl's actually been an amazing character. I thought the, um, matter of fact, by the way, I I sort of wish we were recording it because it was not planned though. This is why Mm -hmm. we didn't record it. But I was thinking of Thanksgiving. Your brother, you and I had an amazing discussion over at the time where the show Mm -hmm. was at between why the governor, like your brother was sort of on the side of how the governor thinks Mm -hmm. compared to Rick. And you and I were I was like, well, because it's a TV show, you have to vote for it. he's like, No, I don't. I think I think Shane was right. And I'm like, Yes, but here's the problem with that. Because he was talking about, well, Carl because yeah. that was Carl's viewpoint is lying closer to the governors. And I was like, mm-hmm. look, this is why you have Carl on the side. It, it was a fantastic conversation.
0: Well and, Carl's I, always like, been a little badass and has had a great journey in the books and in the show. Right. And there are glimpses this season, this half season of what Carl's going to be like as an adult. And I'm getting excited by it.
1: Oh, I do too. And I really like too that there, mm-hmm. you know, you can do anything you want with the show or even the book too. And I, I, I think the book, it doesn't feel as, as obvious because with a television show, you, you, cause it's more visual medium. Mm-hmm. Well, a little bit more visual medium than comic book sometimes because there's audio too. You can, at least to me, can see that, oh, they're playing the duality of what Carl could be and what Rick wants. Cause
0: well, the comic books, I love them, but they're light on character development. Very, li- very light. It's yes. more about the action and the show has taken a different approach.
1: Right. And I, and I, I appreciate that, but I really like the idea of duality between, mm-hmm. I think Rick recognizes that, you know, do I want him to become me? Yeah. Not necessarily. I want him to survive like I have with, but, but also have the skills to survive, but also have judgment. Yeah. Because the problem with Shane, the problem with the governor is they don't, Think, think, yeah, right. I, I thought that was well, a wonderful, man, They, that was this last episode mm-hmm. is a perfect, what, what they had. Well, it's fantastic. With
0: the governor episodes we got in the fall where he softened again before he went hard. The governor is a complex character too. It's oh, very well, much a, you, you could look at Rick and the governor and do the there, but for you go I type thing. I mean, they well are, said, sir. you know, well it's, said. they're two sides of the same coin. And I'm kind and I've really enjoyed that part with Shane and with the governor and those layers. But I think, I think the next big villain who in the comics, Negan, is a cruel bastard. I feel like the show will make him a cruel bastard and much less complex because it's time to find somebody that's just pure bad.
1: Yes. Well, but even Kirkman sticks up for Negan. Uh, when, really? Yeah, when he Why? was on Hardwick well, he just goes, "Look, if you if you watch the thing, like he actually does care for some of his men. Uh, yeah, I guess, there's a but... sense of loyalty there, but odd, it's a very odd loyalty. It's really mm-hmm. hard to peg down. And I just go from what I've read, he has no like he killed one of his own men, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like. And then he lets Carl live... Well, a, he does spoiler. like Carl. He does like Carl. He does like Carl, right. Because it, Carl breaks into his camp, right?
0: Well, because Carl's a fuck. Carl, like, kills some of his men. Carl, like... Come, but he respects Carl because he's a little badass. Right. Right.
1: So, but... Uh, spoiler alert for those who haven't read anyway. the books. But, eh. but
0: I mean, the show may go in a totally different direction. Yeah. So that's just... That's the nature. For all we know, they're going to stay at Terminus for the next three seasons, and they won't go to DC.
1: Or that will that will be the DC...
0: But in a and they could play out in a totally different way than it plays in the comics. That's,
1: that, completely, completely. Because I mean, Andrea is still alive in the comic books.
0: She sure is. She sure, yeah, she right. sure is. She, she's
1: she's fucking wreck. and And she's Dale
0: up. was still alive after the prison in the comics. Yes. Beth died at the prison in the comics.
1: Yeah. Uh, by the way, and uh, of
0: course, Daryl still hasn't shown
1: up in the comics. So the uh, the Hershel thing in the show. I mean that. I mean, that was you, you knew it was coming. It was
0: much. It was
1: hard. It was really
0: hard. Yeah, because, it was really and hard. And
1: the thing that was even harder was, and I knew Chris Hardwick talked about on Talking Dead the following week, mm-hmm. which is when the head is still there. Yeah, and Michonne
0: and, with the sword.
1: Yes, because and because and, you're thinking, okay, last episode was oh oh my god, mm-hmm. horrible. And you know what you, and I did, I, I, I admitted a tear or two for Herschel because it's yeah. just, and matter of fact, I did the one of those and you know, it's coming. You're like, Oh, Oh, yeah. it's not even clean. It's like a horrible, horrible yeah. thing. And you're going, Oh oh my God. Oh my God. And then the next week it's a, like, you're walking along and like, Oh, what do you see the governor being eaten? Or do you see mm-hmm. the, the sister being eaten which I like how they threw that in real quick. Oh, oh uh, yeah, the my sister's, sister's dead Dad, too. Yeah. yeah, you're like, okay.
0: I, I would have liked to have seen that, but okay. No, no, right.
1: So I thought it was maybe something like that, no. and no, it was like saying And I'm going, oh, I don't want to see him die again. And he had to kill him. Like, anyway,
0: I think Beth, Sasha, and Bob are the top of the list of expendable at the moment.
1: By the way, I agree with Hardwick. Like Bob, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the little Bob flashback.
1: No, I did too, but the whole thing where he kissed, uh, uh, Sasha,
0: kissed Sasha
1: and like, he's like, no, this ain't happening. Okay, baby. I'm just going to keep walking that way. No, no,
0: you I know it makes There sense. was complexity made, to that.
1: There, there is. And I'm not, I'm not trying to belittle it, but like right. at the same time, from what we've seen above, the, the, yeah. the character does seem a little bit like, what the fuck? A little bit, a yeah. little
0: bit, but that's within his character. No, I, I, right. And I, right. I like that. But yeah. in terms
1: of as normal TV viewers, you yeah. watch a character like that. At, it, it it now it's not at all like this but your first thought is pablo and nikki from lost like yeah who the fuck is this guy he's been there the entire time right. or no no and he no, he hasn't and they, that's what and again i appreciate that and the way they're doing it is a lot better than they handle but there's some mm. times where he just does stuff and you're going like what the mm. fuck man like what's it i i don't know yeah i thought it was pretty funny that's what harvard said that because that sometimes you're going like well, yeah, I do sort of feel that way about Bob. I mean, I still like it. I don't yeah. want him to be taken off the show. It's not like Nicky and Paulo where you watch it and you go... Ugh.
0: Yeah, I mean, I really liked the Nicky and Paulo episode because well, they because were they, they got buried alive, alive. <laughs>
1: buried alive. <laughs> which is what they deserve. And you know what? They probably became mm. one of the voices
0: trapped Ooh. on the island. Oh! You know... I know we've been recording for a while, but we really should talk about true detective before we stop.
1: You know what? Please do, but I'm not going to, I'm going to hate to break this to you. I have not watched any of them. What? I I, Dude,
0: everybody was raving. That's like the best new show of the year and all that stuff.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to TV soul feels horrible. I'm
0: going to give you a non-spoilery review of the eight episodes. Okay
1: fantastic um, yellow king something like that is in there
0: i don't know yeah care. who cares about the yellow king <laughs> i never understood the media obsession with the yellow king to me that wasn't the point of the show at all uh, and i didn't think it was like this big whatever Yeah, but um woody harrelson matthew mcconaughey we all know harrelson all right, all right all right we all know harrelson's a great actor yeah that's indisputable and he and the show takes place in three different time periods yeah. over 20 years um, some inter somewhat intermixed early on, and by the end we're all in the modern day. But and Harrelson plays pretty much the same character from all three. Fucking Matthew McConaughey is a chameleon of an actor. You don't even realize it's him. He loses himself in the role. And the early McConaughey in the show and the late McConaughey in the show are completely different people, and yet there's those connecting threads there. Yes. And I just Cannot say enough how blown away I am by this performance. It is an Emmy-worthy performance, it, and I think that, combined with his recent movies that he's gotten such good praise for,
1: Yeah,
0: this is the year, 2013-2014, is the year everybody stops talking bad about him forever, and just is in awe of his skill as an actor.
1: Well, here's the thing, like, I don't... Th- but people would talk bad about him. It wasn't really be necessarily bad. It's just oh, he's the guy that makes romantic comedy.
0: He made, he's a shirtless romantic comedy light actor, not not serious but see, actor. But see,
1: I would never, I would never give him crap for that because every once in a while he would show up in like a guest mm-hmm. role for like almost like a cameo, uh-huh. and it would be somewhat dramatic, and he'd be really good at it. And then, and then that's I don't know. I, I guess I was never one of those. And granted, I recognize because as someone who watches the romantic comedies, yeah, I always sit there and go ten things I hate about you. Not ten things to have about you. Uh, t- how to lose a How to lose a guy in ten days. Yes. Sorry, that number ten fucked with me a bit. Yeah. Uh, what was the uh, the movie with Sarah Jessica Horseface? Sarah Jessica Parker. Failure to launch. Failure to launch. You know, little gems like yeah. that. It makes you go, all right, all right, all right. Okay, let's take off my shirt. Let's, let's. That is
0: gone in Detective. Yes,
1: and, and I'm, i I cannot. You
0: wait. will sit there in awe of him. Well,
1: here's the thing, too, is that's great. Is that I do have HBO Go, so uh-huh. I can watch it at any time. And I've actually thought about. Are they a sponsor? They are. Sounds a little a
0: bit like an advertisement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
1: know what's great about this, Jimmy? I have HBO Go. Well, I'm as a subscriber to HBO, yeah. so I have HBO Go. So I, mm-hmm. there's been a few times where I almost had time to pull it out and watch it, and then something else came up. And then, well, actually, I was catching up on other shows, and then that got pushed under. But it will always be there, though, too.
0: Morgan sat down and watched three episodes in one evening.
1: Wow. That's that. Is you, high praise, you listeners
0: high may not know this, but my wife's very picky about what TV yes, she'll she watch. Is. And to get her to watch two episodes of anything in a row is a stretch. Yes. Because she's just... Especially an hour long. Yeah, especially an hour long. Uh, yeah, I, I think we've watched like two new girls back-to-back and without complaint, but uh, she may watch two episodes of House of Cards or something, but normally she's not two episodes in a row type of person. And the fact that she just... Uh, we watched the last three episodes of one night, and she just needed to see how it ended.
1: Well, okay, you mentioned... And I
0: will that. say the ending. Yes. There's been some div- divisive commentary on it. Okay. Um and there was a really interesting article I read and I can't remember what website I read it on What's or it about, who tweeted it. love like a
1: very love, love, uh, uh, Lovecraftian ending?
0: No, the, the, well, the article I read, I actually read before I saw the ending of True Detective and it didn't spoil anything, but it was talking about how these days you just cannot make a series finale that's going to make people happy. And this is a series finale because if they do a second season, it's going to be different casting, characters yes. or whatever. So it is kind of its own mini series. But Everybody expects something epic and huge and surprising, whatever for the end. True detective didn't pull out any twists or anything in the end. It ended exactly the way it should have based on the tone and style of the first seven episodes. They didn't all of a sudden go, and Matthew McConaughey is the killer. Oh my God. You know, like they didn't pull anything big surprises like, uh, like yeah. that. It was, I mean, the relationship stuff between the two main guys in the last scenes were different and revelationary and interesting, but it was about them. And the and last episode did have a big action showdown climax. Yeah. But it wasn't anything like huge. And the article was arguing that Lost, you know, The Sopranos, yes. um, some of these other endings that get very controversial. Bowser Galactica. Um, I think I it's because the same thing. It's because. Everybody now jumps online and talks about their theories and fans read all these theories and they latch onto the one that they think is the right one. And then when the show doesn't deliver that, they get upset and they're disappointed because there's too much out there and it's – there. It's, right. so it's impossible to please everyone. Right. But in the internet age when the people you don't please go on and whine incessantly – it's even more hard to make what feels like a satisfying finale. Now, and, and so they goes, said, you shouldn't even try just do the ending you want to do. Right. And, and
1: this is, this goes, and actually what you're, what you said there actually encapsulates sort of the opposite approach I have when it comes to spoilers and, or just in general, st- similar things like fan theories and spoilers. Oh. Sometimes they're sort of the one and the same, um, which is, is that, cause I remember uh, Harry Knowles from ain't it cool news. Mm-hmm. He, did a review of uh, episode three uh, for star Wars. And a lot of people mm-hmm. can generalize say that the first three episodes are shit compared to the original, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the way he described something and the way I took from it are completely two very different things. And it actually got me more excited to see it. Now, granted when I saw it the first time I had his thought in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw it, I was sort of taken back. And then when I watched the second time, I was like, no, no, no. I pulled something completely different from this than what you saw. And, mm-hmm. but I, I think I'm smart enough to I so like when I see a th- theory or, now granted, I think you're a little bit different. Cause you don't like to be spoiled at all. But so sometimes when I see a spoiler mm-hmm. and something in something that like, I think the same thought process, which is it goes, okay, their full number one rule is they're trying to fuck with me here, mm-hmm. you know? So it gets me more excited because then my mind goes, Oh my God, what, 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 what's going on here? It makes me more excited to see what I'm going to mm-hmm. see. So I think I read the same article because it starts off with a sort of rail against loss for a bit. Uh,
0: oh no, this one wasn't that they didn't rail right. against loss. It,
1: it started off with like, it's praise of true detective and breaking mm-hmm. bad. And then they start railing against loss.
0: And, uh, and no, that was, was a different article then, then.
1: Okay. But they talk about it's the same,
0: same uh, shows because right. those are the ones that spring to mind. And whenever the you do. Ballast
1: Galactica too, at the end,
0: um, they, the end of this one was like, I still would like to think that everybody would love the ending of new heart, no matter what. Um, you no, know, I thought, <laughs> I I mean, or I maybe we just took different things from the article, article, right? Which could be, no, I hate spoilers. I hate theories. I do not get into the, when everybody on Lost were debating what could possibly be and going down all these different Didn't paths, like I hated that. And when, when we will be talking on a podcast, we've had this before and you'll bring up like theories or predictions. I don't engage as much sometimes because I don't well, because I wanna, I'm
1: mostly right all the time. Can I well, can I just pull back super You have
0: crackers? been I was gonna say you've been right. But <laughs> no, I, I, no, I wanna I, see what the writer comes up with. Sure. And I don't really and yes, there are some people with good brains and good theories, but there's a lot of trash out there with oh, idiots. Totally. And rather than sort through that, I'd rather just preserve the purity of the art itself and Sometimes not get that I agree other with stuff. That. And so I feel like that's why series finales, these ones that have become very, very polarizing for some people, yeah. I've liked all of them because I don't go well, into it with a mindset of this is what I'm expecting. This is what I think. I go into surprise me. Show me what you have. Well, I think
1: that's the other thing, too, is that I might have that in the back of my mm-hmm. head, but always what ends up on the screen in the final mm-hmm. moment ends up surprising me anyway. So first, so, I mean, unless it's just really straight out bad, then at that like point. Like Dexter.
0: Dexter's the only series that, finale.
1: And I watched that. Uh, I, I found a way to obtain that and I watched it and I was like,
0: Dexter's the fucking... only series finale I think was got a recent memory was God awful. And there's no way you can salvage that. I, I even read the creators like oh, argument for it on why they did what they did. And I still walked away from that going, I completely disagree. That's not the way you build it up. So it doesn't make sense.
1: Right? No, I, yes. And then the original show creator,
0: Or not? Maybe I was reading with the last showrunner, not the original. Yeah. Well, the
1: original one said he's like, "Well, Dexter would have died. Yeah, you would have realized everything's been a flashback from the moment that his sister died, and on all this stuff, it would all come down to that, and you realizing that he's getting what he justly deserves, and he he gets he Mm. gets put on the table and he dies at peace, knowing that despite everything, he tried his best, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, that makes way more fucking sense than he. you know, at that when I watched the ending, you know, the back of my head, I'm thinking because it was just so bad. I'm going like, Did, Why doesn't John Cleese and Eric Idle fucking show up and start singing the lumberjack song? What? Because Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ!
0: Well, the, my complaint with it was you spend all this time giving him humanity and building him into a person, and then at the when end you go, and then at too. the end you go, just kidding, he's a psychopath, he doesn't really care. I'm like, that's that felt like such a cheat.
1: Right, and then you just go, well, I assume. And
0: their argument was, he was always a psychopath. He was just faking or pretending or playing to their expectation. And I'm like, no, 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 no. no. He grew as a person. We saw development. You can't tell me now that that was all faked.
1: I think, and what's the actor who played him, Michael? Michael uh, C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. He was an excellent actor. He is fantastic. I think at this point, too, he was just like, you're just going to write the show, right? You're going to just end it. Oh, good, because I want to do some other stuff. Now. And he's just like he
0: went straight from six feet under to Dexter, basically. So yeah, he did. He
1: did, and both roles were very high praise They're, for him. Yeah, and that's cool. But like, then he also had his own cancer scare, and
0: I, now he's doing a comedy. No, I don't know.
1: Probably <laughs> he should. He's like waka waka waka.
0: Oh, um, the other HBO show that recently did a eight episode first season, uh, Looking. Did you watch any of that?
1: Was that the show with Damon Lindelof?
0: No, this is, uh, that one hasn't come out yet. No, this is Jonathan Groff. Okay. And a couple other guys, and it's three gay men in San Francisco. I heard about it's it. Kinda heard like it's kind of like girls with gay guys. Yeah. But they're a little more, they're, they're, I don't know. It's, it's a really, it does remind me a lot of girls. Okay. Um, but it also has its own flavor and I like that it's a little more self-aware I think. Okay. Um, I gave like,
1: up on girls because I just thought that was, a yeah.
0: Bad. I mean, I like girls, but I, I liked looking better. I like girls too. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's only three main characters in the first season yeah. and one of them I just absolutely couldn't stand, but the other two were really great and interesting. And they've upgraded three other characters to regulars for season two because it's been ordered. Okay. Um, but the thing about looking is it kind of, there's some other, they like to reference sitcoms in it which is fun. Oh, like is, yeah. they're like, Oh, I'm a Rose talking about the golden girls and stuff. Yeah. And then it comes back around. And one episode of the eight was just Jonathan Groff and his Mexican boyfriend the entire time, just the two of them. And it was, it kind of reminded me of the episode of girls where it was just Hannah and her boyfriend. But while they're spending this day together, just in love, they go to a planetarium and they're like, we're like Ross and Rachel. on friends when they went to the planetarium and they were arguing over who's Ross and who's Rachel. And I'm like, well, that's kind of fun. Well, the season finale comes and they've had a big fight and they break up and he goes and sleeps, Jonathan Groff sleeps with his boss and then he comes home and the Mexican guy's there and they make up and I just want to yell at the screen, you were on a break! But, uh, you know, but it's kind of self-referential in that they like acknowledge that homage and and the boss is not the copy girl because his boss that he sleeps with has been upgraded to main character for season two. And so is the Mexican boyfriend. So they're both can still be around. Right. And so it's not just an inconsequential fling. It'll be different than friends, but it has that, like it, it references the pop culture that it imitates, and then you start to think about maybe Jonathan Groff is acting like Ross because he admires Ross or relates to Ross when he watched Friends, and it's not just a rip-off. It's, sure. taking, it's taking like we would relate to a character yeah. and try to be like them, but then, of course, real life is different than TV, and it goes in different directions. Of course, yeah. So it was a really cool thing. It does have some pretty graphic gay sex in it, which you probably won't appreciate, but it was a little uncomfortable. I, you know, I...
1: It's not my, it's not my I know. bread and butter, but at the same time, I, I think I would appreciate it a little bit because you know, I mean,
0: because it's good characters and it's good, good stories, and, and yeah, and also it's got Scott Bakula in it.
1: You can't go wrong with Scott Bakula. Um,
0: can go wrong. With Scott he Bakula. was in like four of the eight episodes, and he's not been contracted to be main character next season. But I, the way they left it, I think he'll return for at least part of the season. That's good. And did you watch the British Being Human at all?
1: No, I know the U.S. one got canceled.
0: Well yeah, they're kind of natural and but the werewolf in the British version's the boss. Oh, okay. And I like him. So that's kind of interesting.
1: Well, you know, I almost completely forgot about this and you probably haven't seen it yet. If we haven't you haven't seen it then we won't talk about okay. it. Okay. Have you seen season 2 of House of Cards?
0: Seven episodes. I know we need to watch the other six. Well, we're more than actually, halfway.
1: Actually, that is the thing that I gave up True Detective for was because literally everyone at work was it's mm-hmm. like you got to talk about this because if not yeah. I mean we're, we're we are going to start talking about this within within a week. And I'm like Come on, man. I got yeah. shit to do. Uh, so fu- I just.
0: Oh, oh, no. Luckily, people at work have taken it kind of slow on House of Cards. Like, some of them finished it, but a lot of people haven't. So they haven't been spoiling it left and right. Um, I mean, where I what I've seen has just been fantastic. Fantastic. The premiere right off the bat.
1: Okay, so if you haven't seen episode one of season two, because yeah, I think this is the only major spoiler we we can uh, we have license to really talk about because it's a huge fucking spoiler,
0: and it's is, been out for four weeks. So
1: Kate Mara gets pushed in front of a train. Yes, and. The whole episode, choo too. Choo. By the way, okay.
0: This- Do you think Frank should have said, Choo-choo, bitch, as he walked away? No, no.
1: <laughs> because, honestly, here's what I thought was the greatest part of that episode. Because if you watch the original House of Cards, which mm. I've read, I've not seen yet. I've
0: know, seen the first part. I liked it. I have it. We she, should-
1: okay, spoiler She dies at either yeah. the end of the first one or the end of the second one.
0: First one, yeah. The
1: first one. She gets pushed off the top of Tower of London right. or something, and she falls to her death. But, like, but they, again, they thought it was a complete story, and they were done with it. They didn't know they were going to get a sequel. Well, this one they knew they're going to last for like what, maybe two more seasons, three more seasons. But
0: either either way, well, they knew they were getting at least two seasons. Right. They've now got it in the third.
1: Right. So Kate Mara, very first episode, and she's a lead. It's almost like Jimmy.
0: She's Jimmy. There's really three leads to the show in season one, and she's one of them. Right.
1: And so you're thinking, okay, cool. And and uh, and you know when that happens, literally, like literally, when I was watching upstairs. I started screaming I'm like, Oh
0: oh, well, oh my God. To oh do it in God. the premiere was shocking. If they had done it in the season finale, everybody would have saw it coming. No, right. And, and the fact that she had to like take photos from the set during the one episode she filmed and then tweet them, during their whole shoot, so she could pretend she was still there, and then lie to everyone she knew to pretend that she was still on set. Awesome! Like it was such an elaborate hoax, and they really pulled it off. I'm shocked that nobody and, leaked it or spoiled but it.
1: Here's the here's the thing that I loved about the whole episode because mm-hmm. after that, because after that, you're just going, "Oh my god! Oh my! You're going, "Oh! It my
0: made god. sense for the story. No, it did, and no, it no, was it great.
1: Did. At no point did I ever sit there and yeah. go, "Okay." But the best part is, is that for those who've seen season one, Frank talks to the camera, and the I whole episode, think the same thing. Now, and Frank's initials are. F you. I know. And I when he sets it that he goes, Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think I've been ignoring you? <laughs> and that whole little bit. I've forgotten then, you. I've forgotten you. And then yeah. he sets the, 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 cufflinks right down. It's his initials and yeah. right at the screen. And for a second, I just go, What do you mean? Fuck you. What the? Oh. Well done. Well done. Because it is yeah. sort of like a fuck you, Well, but at the same time just, it just makes sense for the story, Yeah, and it's it's fucking brilliant writing. I loved
0: well, it. Oh, and it was great that he didn't Crazy. talk to you, and then all of a sudden—you think I forgot? It made it so much creepier and so much heavier mm-hmm. when he ignored you, and then all of a sudden. And Morgan loves that there's been a guinea pig this season, which has spawned its own Twitter accounts and memes and all this shit. Like, the guinea pig's been a very popular character, although I can say—and this is another spoiler— when the one bad guy had his foot on the guinea pig and was like crushing it, yes, I was. I, I was lo- No, I was like looking away from the screen because I was going like, to like, be physically ill if he had crushed it. Oh my god! I am so glad he did not because that would not have been acceptable.
1: I, I'm not, I wouldn't been a fan of that either. Uh, because I because I like that actor. He
0: was in Psych. Jimmy in Simpson. Other, yeah, he yeah. does
1: other roles, and he and I
0: well. love the guinea pig. That guinea pig's fantastic.
1: <laughs> what did you take away from, from season two of House of Cards, Mister Daly? Well, I took away that guinea pigs are fucking great.
0: No, well, I mean we've got guinea pigs. My wife's obsessed no, with guinea know, pigs. I know you are. And I like, got Morgan a birthday cake. I'm picking up tomorrow from Schneider's in Westerville, and yeah. they're they're icing a guinea pig on it. Well, so I we like guinea pigs in our house.
1: Well, no, right, but like you know, at some point, I would back in my mind, there' a part of me that would go, "Okay, that's not cool, Grant. It's probably fake." Yeah. It better be fake.
0: It would be. They can't legally make it.
1: Well, if you go by what, what, what the Humane Society says about luck, they were killing those horses on purpose. No, were, I, know. I know. They Look, were you following the rules. You, you
0: and I both know And they that. pulled the show for that. Uh,
1: you and I both know that, but there's a lot of idiots out there. Can you imagine
0: if they killed guinea pigs House of Cards and they yanked it in mid-season two without oh filming the God. ending? Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, that would <laughs> be... Oh, people... Yes. I know um, people
0: were pissed about luck but it would have been twice as bad ten times worse
1: you know I, I wonder if HBO would just give them like a, a movie to wrap everything
0: they up. already filmed a couple episodes that they're not going to release of season two that, that sucks I know yeah. I liked it a lot I did too
1: I enjoyed luck uh, but any
0: movie would have to have horses too and they just
1: yeah but uh, well, I think we talked about a lot here uh, for an we hour have. almost an hour and 30 minutes so, we have. um alright well, uh, we'll, well we'll probably continue this again next time next time on Man, the get we'll, the band of we'll, geeky. the geeky yes well done good good job Andy.
0: get out of here without cheese you're a creep go away we're having a good time until you
1: start up Jesus. Uh, go have some coffee with cream or something because I'll tell you something this is a happy place what the fuck am I supposed to say <laughs> what song is that